0: Hi, this is Russ Hackman, host of The Wall Street Sweeper. Coming up this week, we'll talk about the elevated risk of recession later this year. Wonder if we should be worried about a handful of technology stocks driving the market and do a listener trivia round on key retirement concepts.
1: And now, The Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping
2: away the clutter of Wall Street every week here. It's the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners and offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. Russ with 25 years as a financial advisor, focusing on navigating retirement amid volatile markets, which we're going to open with Russ's market update. Uh, Russ's early years on uh, Wall Street trading desk. So, Russ, this is a great feature of the show. We always open getting your takes on the economy. Me and the markets, but first, first, Russ, I want it to be the first to wish you a happy birthday because it is coming up, <laughs> your birthday.
0: Yes, th- thank you very much, Dave, and and to our listeners, uh, clients as well, who have wished me an early happy birthday. It is uh, Monday, July thirty first, uh, fifty three years old. Uh, one thing that uh, you know sometimes my listeners wonder is, is my financial advisor actually younger than me?
2: <laughs> oh well, all of my and doctors most, are now.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really don't uh, like when, when. By the way, that you see the pilot and the pilot, it's, it can be a he or a she. Looks now, like right, a little kid. The <laughs> they're they're like thirty, and you're like, oh man, I know. <laughs> really? I know. But in all in all seriousness, yes, I am turning fifty three. Uh, you should have seen me when, like, on like my earlier birthdays, let's say like twenties or thirties. I had. Just like you, Dave, I had an enviable head of hair.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: And that's all gone. But I do like the, you know, I like this shaved look. Uh, and I am younger than most of our clients. Uh, we have a younger generation behind me, too. So people ask me sort of what we meet. Well, what happens if you're hit? No offense, Russ, I get sometimes. What happens if you're hit by a bus? And, and we yeah. got a good team. We've <laughs> got on our uh, website. one
2: of your team members. Next segment, in fact, Claire here will join us.
0: Exactly, Claire, and and uh, we have uh, another generation coming up behind me and Claire too. So we've got a we got a great team. We're really happy about that. Mm-hmm. But you know, onward to our typical discussion about what's going on in the markets, the economy. Um, you know, a few things going on. Obviously, there's a lot of optimism out there because the markets have been doing well. Uh, the S&P up 18 percent or so. And that's, you know, if you're in tech stocks only, uh, that was obviously a painful year last year. But the Nasdaq's up more than 30 percent. Now, very interesting thing, thing came out from – The Chief Investment Officer of uh, Brookstone Capital Management. Now, Brookstone is the registered investment advisor that we're part of for purposes of managing securities assets. Uh, Mark Diorio is the Chief Investment Officer of Brookstone, and we use some of the strategies that Mark manages. He's a brilliant guy. And one of the things he's noting, and we've talked about this a little bit, Dave and listeners, is look at the breadth what they call the breadth, not breadth, but the breadth of the market upturn here. And it really is being driven by these seven stocks, Microsoft, Apple, Tesla, Google, Meta, NVIDIA, and so on. Uh, And without those stocks having moved the market up, the market, instead of being up 18%, would only be up 5%, right? Wow. Now, there's a lot of this kind of hubbub over AI and whatnot. But the last time we were – and and those seven stocks actually make up now 27% of the S&P 500. So, 500 stocks. Man, But because it's capitalization-weighted to the largest companies, that means that seven stocks are really dominating index performance. Uh, now, what does that mean to us? Well, it is a little concerning – that there's not a lot of – it's not a broad-based market index. Most stocks are up less than 5%. A bunch of stocks are down. And it tells us we need to be a little bit cautious. And another thing that Mark's saying is, hey, a lot of Wall Street analysts thought that the first part of this year was going to be tough and there was going to be a recession early this year. Mark felt the opposite and is really starting to say, hey, recession risk is growing, and people are not really talking about that so much. But the Fed seems very intent on continuing to raise rates. We're talking about some fragility in the financial system, as the yield curve is very inverted, that tends to lead to fragility in the banking system, meaning long-term rates are a lot lower than short-term rates. So... Again, we're not here to be super paranoid. We're here to be cautious. There is room for caution. And at many junctures in this show, we provide people with an opportunity to call in. Get on our calendar for a second opinion. Make sure you're positioned right going forward. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. Let's offer that opportunity, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: And at no cost, no obligation to the next five, it's 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Again, to call in and get in front of Russ and the team, it's about you, 617-674-2000. Coming up, we welcome Hackman Wealth, Senior Vice President and Partner Claire, Hare onto the show. street sweeper continues consumer advocate dave perkins you know it's all about sweeping away the clutter of wall street that's the goal of russ hackman president of this firm that is the goal of clear hair senior vice president of hackman wealth partners offices around boston downtown hingham wakefield and in waltham so one convenient to you to come in and talk about really clearing up uh, your financial life or at least getting a good second opinion sometimes if everything looks right uh, as a good fiduciary, they'll tell you, it, you're looking good. But if they see red, red flags, they're going to offer solutions. And Clear here is back in the studio with us. Great to have you back, Clear always look forward to it. I'm so glad that you're a part of the show every week and one thing you've been doing uh, since you first came on this show is uh, sharing a lot of case studies and it's really great too because you identify a lot of the challenges that pre- people bring to you when they first come and you also identify a lot of the solutions that, that you offer. Um, so what are we talking about today?
3: Well, I had one um, case study I wanted to share with the listeners. And this particular person uh, was an older woman. She was single, never had been married. She had worked sort of as a minister, and she was about to retire. And unfortunately, she had been placed in some very inappropriate investments for her, particularly given her age. And they were recent investments, sort of oil and gas, limited partnerships, things of that nature that, Mm. honestly, any you know, good fiduciary would not have shown her, more or less got her invested in those types of things. So she came to us for a second opinion. And we did help her um, try to identify, you know, ways that, you know, that was fairly illiquid to get out of that immediately, but try to find ways to deal with her other assets. And so we could protect those and make sure that she was going to have enough income during retirement. And one of the first things that we talked to our clients about and we talked to her about was, you know, what is your actual budget and what do you expect that to be in retirement? What are you actually going to spend? What are your sources of income? That could be Social Security or other things. And it's really surprising to me that people often don't have a budget, even if they've, you know, been alive for a very long time or have, you know, lived on their own. and, And they just really don't know what they need in terms of income and they really don't have an accurate view of their expenses.
2: And and it sounds like she really didn't. It sounds like she had some puzzle pieces, and they may not have even been the best for her, but she she didn't have a puzzle put together, and she didn't have really an income infrastructure, it sounds like.
3: No, and so, and so one of the things we will do, and we will create that budget for the client if they don't actually have one already, and you know we ask a lot of questions, and we find out what exactly what their spending habits are, and often during retirement, they may end up spending more money than they did before they retired and that could be due to increased travel or it could be also, you know, many other things. It could be it could be going out to dinner a lot more because you're no longer, you know, at the office. So we really have to figure out whether your budget goes up or goes down. Other people may say, you know, I'm really not interested in traveling. I'm gonna be pretty much spending a lot less money. Mm-hmm. We do factor in as they get even older at an advanced age. They're less mobile, so they probably won't be going out as much. And again, that seems to cut down on people's expenses. But the budget is very important and it's a key piece of our financial plan. And the financial plan is very sensitive to changes in the budget. So to try to get that as accurate as possible is a really good thing.
2: You know, it seems to me that that's probably one of your biggest challenges in working with people is that budgeting process, because you're budgeting for f- uh, the three phases I know of, or the go-go, the slow-go, and the no-go years of retirement, <laughs> and, and that could span 30 plus years. So it's like you have to budget short-term and long-term at the same time.
3: Exactly. And we also find that a lot of our clients, especially from the Northeast, often want to incorporate some type of vacation rental in florida or some warm place in the winter or even a house purchase mm-hmm. and so we have to really look at that very carefully again if it, i could totally understand why these clients want to get away from the win, winter up here and mm-hmm. spend 3 to 6 months in florida but often they'll think oh i can buy something and i have enough money i've saved enough but they often don't realize that some of that money they're planning to spend they really need for the long term to make sure they don't have any other unnecessary medical emergencies or other things that they need that money for
2: right and and we were talking about last week about longevity and uh, that increases the the chances of needing some form of long-term care so how do you factor that into the budget
3: yeah so long-term care is a big issue and many people they used to always have long-term care policies but now that they become so prohibitively expensive it's more typical that someone needs to self-insure so you really need to be setting aside a piece of your your net worth your assets to make sure that those will be able to cover any unexpected medical expenses when you get older and so the way to make sure that you're doing that is to ensure that your assets are growing you know obviously in a protected manner but also they have some growth so that you're getting some income And that those will be available to you when you need to tap into them for those unexpected medical emergencies.
2: And it reminds me of the couple you shared with us last week on the show who had really uh, and understandably a strong desire to make sure they had stronger legacy wishes possibly than most because they had a special needs child that they wanted to make sure was taken care of. And you don't want long-term care for yourself to get in the way of that.
3: No, and and there are definite ways that you can take your assets. Again, we talked about that last week, perhaps an insurance policy or some way to make sure that you're leaving something if it's necessary to children that definitely need that money in the future. We
2: talk about the financial red zone uh, five, maybe 10 years away from retirement. When you really start looking at or should uh, retirement and getting in retirement mode, is that the time to start implementing the retirement budget?
3: Oh, well, not necessarily. I mean, I think we we do have clients that have, you know, they're about to retire in two or three years, but they have pretty, you know, hefty salaries. And so they seem to be at the point where they're, you know, at the top of their career, earning a good, good salary, Mm -hmm. and they've worked for many years. So a lot of them do like to, you know, enjoy spending that money. Now, however, if they realize that they're about to retire in two or three years, they're going to know. Oh dear, I'm not going to be able to draw upon that, you know, hefty salary I had. So they have to be obviously, you know, aware that that's about to happen, and it may, you know, make some people start saving earlier, and maybe they'll start saving more because they know that their salary is going to be going away.
2: This will be a quick hit question. Uh, If you're, let's say, a year from retirement, and maybe you've already crafted the budget for retirement. You're not on it yet. Should you take it out for a test spin?
3: (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) I think that's always a good idea, for sure. And you can say, can I really live on this? But you you may find that you can, and then you may find there's more room for more. So, (laughs) I think that it's always a good reason. It's always a good idea to sort of test the waters first because you don't want to find out too late that you're spending more than you thought you would be.
2: Well, the great thing is when you come into Clear and Russ and, and Hackman Wealth Partners, uh, you bring bring your dreams, bring your concerns, bring your challenges, bring your hopes about your retirement, and, and they'll also look for any red flags. So you can uh, schedule right now, actually, a comprehensive review with Clear and Russ.
3: Yes, and if you, anyone out there that has over $500,000 in investable assets, not including your home or real estate, please give us a call and we'd be happy to offer you a complimentary consultation at one of our offices in the Boston area.
2: And this is for the next five who call in, and it is at no cost, no obligation. It is a good initial review. Excellent, actually. It's an excellent second opinion opportunity. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000 to schedule. Again, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ is back in the studio to play Who Wants to Be a Retirement Millionaire? with the Wall Street sweeper, Russ Hackman. We just talked to clear here, part of the team that Russ talked about opening the show. Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners and offices around Boston, convenient to you, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and in Waltham. Russ, we're going to have a little fun here. Uh, we're going to play a game that I think pretty much everybody is familiar with. And Russ, you're on the hot seat here, and we're going to find out, I'm not even going to mention Lifelines here, we're going to find out, Russ, if you are indeed a retirement millionaire. So without further ado, let's play who wants to be a retirement millionaire. Here we go. All right, Russ. (laughs) Remember Regis? Uh, He was good, huh? Yeah, he he was the first host of that show and he was my favorite on that, Miss Regis. Remember
0: when the show was just going crazy and it was on like every night of the week? Yeah. It was really a phenomenon.
2: It really was. We weren't used to that.
0: They kind of overdid it and we all got sick of it.
2: I think they did and then they put it into syndication with meredith vieira and other hosts and still good but just not quite the same uh well are you ready russ we've got your first question for you this is the hundred dollar question hundred show dollars that is what is the full retirement age for people born in 1959 is it a 66 years and eight months b 66 years and two months c 67 or d 70 and a half talk it out you. (laughs)
0: well it's it's there's no phone of friend here i don't know the exact ages off the top of my head you know because there's the different thresholds that's right i'm gonna guess c67
2: you are actually um actually it is um it is 66 and eight months it's uh 67 from 1960 on so you and i are both it's 67 for us
0: I was just a tad off. Just a okay, tad off. That's okay. Let's make sure that I don't butcher this too badly or, you know. Well, I see, the great thing about
2: again. that is you're right. When they started <laughs> incrementally raising the age, they did it by months. So, you know, yeah. it's not information you need to retain when it's available at, at ssa.gov. This is question two. Mr. and Mrs. Smith retired on 80% of their pre-retirement earnings. If they're living on 95000 per year, what was their pre-retirement income was it seventy thousand, seventy-two thousand, seventy-six thousand, or eighty thousand? Russ.
0: Now, I mean, I'm good at math, so this 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 one's get that this one's easier. So it's just, you know, uh, ninety-five times zero eight. So that's seventy-six thousand, Dave.
2: And so. that is final answer. There is, it is that the is right fi- answer. That <laughs> is the <a> final answer. <laughs> I'm a terrible host here. I should have asked your final answer before announcing that you had gotten it correctly. <laughs> okay, moving to question three for 1000 show dollars. Here's the question for you, Russ. Which of the following can decimate a retirement savings account? Long-term health care needs? Cat 5 storms? Excess fees and poor fund performance? or all of the above?
0: Well, you know, this This feels like one that was just written for me. So it's, it it's, it's <laughs> D, all the above. And I think, you know, when we, when we do meet with people, we talk about, you know, it's the huge market downturns that can get you if you have excess equity exposure. But even more so, and you gotta be careful with the markets rising now, it can get you complacent. Like, hey, I'm making money. The age-old question when you are making money is, are you making the money that you're supposed to be making, given the risk that you have? And when the markets start coming back, it's easy to sort of feel like, okay, I dodged that bullet in 2022, but, you know, we got a whole lifetime to live here, and uh, it's always a good time for a second opinion. I know we're going to get to some more questions mm-hmm. here later in the uh, show, Dave, but I think it is Another time to uh, give folks uh, who have saved $500,000 or more. Our strategies do work best for folks who have saved a million or more. Uh, But if you've saved $500,000 or more, would like to talk to us about a second opinion, would like to get our view on what risks are lurking in your portfolio. Is your performance as good as it should be? Dave, let's offer that opportunity to the folks, please.
2: And it's to the next five. Uh, at no cost, no obligation, you've saved at least 500000 for retirement. 617-674-2000 to schedule. 617-674-2000. And this is a comprehensive review you schedule about you with Russ and the team. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, more on Who Wants to Be a retirement millionaire. The Wall Street Sweeper does continue here with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Russ and senior vice president and partner in the firm, uh, Claire Hare, also appears on this show every week. And we do have some some more of that. Who wants to be a millionaire come up? But you know, we've got to do this. Russ answering listener questions. Would you like to submit your question to Russ to be answered on the show? HackmanWealth.com is the website. Just click the radio tab, and that's where you submit your question. It's HackmanWealth.com. Wealth.com, we open with Gail Russ saying, I lost my job at 60. So now, what do I do with my 401k?
0: I'm sorry to hear that news, uh, Gail. And, you know, it's difficult. To, one of the things that's tough in life, obviously, is to find a new job uh, when you're 60. Because I truly believe that, you know, age discrimination is a real thing oh, out yeah. there. Uh, obviously, depending on your, the size of your 401k and other things that you have going on in your life, Gail, you may or may not be able to, you know, we, we do have clients that have said, hey, I'll, you know, this is a blessing in disguise, particularly if they got some severance. Now, ordinarily, what folks will do is, you know, once they're separated from a job, it's a good idea to not leave your money in that company's 401k plan anymore to open up a an IRA uh, with the help of us or some other financial advisor move that money over in a tax free manner between your 401k and your IRA, and then in turn, once you're in an IRA, you've got a great deal of flexibility in order to determine how to best use those funds. And so, if you've got a, if you've lost your job and basically there could be no more income, then you may want to sit down and focus on an income generating portfolio, a low risk portfolio, but one that can generate income. Uh, if you've got uh, other sources of income, then you may be f- more focused on growth with controlled risk. There's a lot of things that you could look at once you've rolled over that 401k.
2: Matthew submits this question at HackmanWealth.com. My mom is a teacher retiring this year with about 800000 How should we store and invest this money? We want very low-risk options that are suited for retirement.
0: Well, if, with most of the teachers that we deal with, uh, except for folks who worked at private schools, they tend to have pretty good pensions. So I'm going to just expect that that's the case here for, for Matthew's mother. And when you have a very good pension, then you know the key is, and those those pensions also grow with inflation, then you have the ability to really hopefully save and let your retirement savings grow, and then in in doing that, especially if income is not as much of a focus, uh, you know we're very interested in as as you're alluding to these low risk options, and you know folks who have been in my office have seen these different sort of categories of money. We've got the red money that's risky that's in the stock market. We've got the yellow money that's also risky, but we really don't want any of. Let's like bond money. And we've got your green money, which is principal protected safe money. And so, Matthew, if you come in uh, with your mom, um, you know, we can look at the safe money alternatives and they range from uh, CDs and short term treasury bills that are yielding five and a quarter. We've been buying those at five and a quarter percent this week uh, and we manage portfolios of those. You can look at uh, principal protected products, either um, low cost annuity type products or other kinds of principal protected products that offer you upside to the market, but with limited downside exposure. That's the kind of portfolio you want to look you want to look at, where hopefully seventy five percent at least of your money is principal protected and it's possible to have it 100% principle protected. Looks like we just got through a couple questions mm-hmm. uh, today. I must be you know, verbose here on my birthday. Well, they if, uh,
2: were important you know. questions too.
0: <laughs> they were good questions, <laughs> but it is a, 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 uh, an opportunity. We appreciate folks calling in with their questions. If you'd like to call in and have your question asked, answered rather, then uh, you know, please do give us a call. When you come in, you can ask your questions individually. I give people sort of a very quick off-the-cuff report card, even when they come in. Like, here's right away some of the things that I'd want to dig into, uh, and I know it's valuable to uh, to people. So. If you'd like to come in and see us get that second opinion and report card on where you're at now, uh, please do uh, give us a call for the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: And that's at no cost, no obligation. Call in 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. More Who Wants to Be a Retirement Millionaire coming up. with the Wall Street sweeper and Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, uh, ready to talk to you and help you get navigated towards your retirement along with his team there at Hackman Wealth Partners and convenient to you four offices around Boston, Waltham, Hingham, Wakefield, and downtown. Well, we're going to jump back into part two of our special feature on the show today. Let's play who wants to be a retirement millionaire. Here we go. Yes. That is exactly what we're playing here, and questions for Russ Hackman. So let's jump right back in with our first question on this segment. Uh, Russ, which product would best serve a retired individual looking to invest a lump sum of money through an insurance company? A traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k, or an annuity? Well, the answer is... uh a little bit of
0: a leading question there. It is an annuity, right? I'm I'm right on that, aren't I? Dave? Oh, you
2: are. Uh, say even without asking, final answer. Yes, you're correct there. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I ought to get that one right now. Look, it's a good opportunity to
0: discuss this uh, kind of loaded term annuity. Um, as uh, people have heard me say, you know, there's a lot of marketing for and against annuities, and you know, my view on really any investment is I I can see good and bad versions of every kind of investments. There are lousy annuities that are very high cost and high risk. Mm -hmm. I happen to like, for some clients, low risk, low cost annuities. And the reason that an insurance company is involved is that an insurance company can give you guarantees that are attractive, right? Mm -hmm. So, they can give you a guarantee that a stream, there's a stream of income that you can't outlive, right? And they can even do it in a way that doesn't require you to relinquish the liquidity on your money, doesn't require you to uh, lose the ability to pass money to beneficiaries. An insurance company can also provide a, a principal protection. So. You know, when we talk about safe money that's principle protected, if an insurance company says, well, you can have upside of the market and we'll guarantee you against risk of losses, that's something that's worth evaluating, again, in the context of other investments. But, uh, you know, people have heard me say, if someone's saying that all annuities are bad and there are some asset managers are, that are out there doing that, uh, that's generally because they think that they're the only answer and they want to charge you their version of fees in perpetuity. And I don't think there's uh, anyone answer to anything, frankly.
2: No, you're right. And uh, and Russ will absolutely answer any questions that you have. He can get even more specific with you when you meet with him. All right, moving on to the next question Who wants to be a retirement millionaire? Which of the following is true about taking distributions from Roth IRAs? You can commence at any time after reaching age 59 and a half without being penalized, tax free growth, you pay the tax up front, or all of the above. Well,
0: I'm pretty sure it's H, all the above there.
2: Yeah, that would be correct, Russ. You're right. Uh, It's everything there. Uh, You've talked about how Roths work on this show before.
0: Well, that's right. And and folks who come in to uh, get one of our complimentary consultations and uh, second opinions do get uh, from us, and and you'll hear me say this on the show, what we call a tax liability estimate or even a tax reduction plan, which shows how you might be able to use Roth accounts to get your taxes down over time. So the notion is, hey, if I have a good amount in my IRAs and 401ks, let's call that a million or more, and especially if I'm not going to be drawing on them very heavily early in my retirement, what happens as you get into this requirement, just, to, just required minimum distribution phase after age 73 is you can really have accelerating required withdrawals from those accounts, and that can lead to really escalating taxes, right? And in fact, it's hard to believe, but you can sometimes find yourself getting kicked up into the highest tax brackets you ever were in in your wow. life late in life, right? Yeah. So what we look at with these tax reduction plans is through the use of Roth, through the use of tax-deferred or tax-exempt investments, are there ways to keep my taxes from escalating late in life? That's an important part of a financial plan. And for most people out there, I'll ask you a question. Uh, you don't all have to you know, hit the buzzer here, but I'll ask you a question. Do you have a tax management plan? Do you have a tax reduction plan? You know, raise your hand if you do uh, without taking your hand off the steering wheel. Hmm. And I'm guessing there's not a lot of raised hands out there, right? That's Mm -hmm. part of what we do when folks come in. You owe it to find out, you owe it to yourself to find out is there something I can do to get my taxes down in retirement?
2: And let's move on. Our next question for Russ on Who Wants to Be a Retirement Millionaire. Traditional Individual Retirement uh, IRA distributions must start by 59 and a half, 62, 65, or 73.
0: Okay, well that's uh that's a pretty easy one. It's 73 now and it's creeping up to 75 over the next few years.
2: Yeah, that goes, uh, What's that's uh, 2033. That's all from Secure Act 2.0. Uh, so where we saw a change in 2000 from 70 and a half to uh, 72. So that's gone up again. Do we have time to get in one more? I uh, think so, okay. let's do it. Let's do it. Well Russ, this will be the 1 million show dollar question here for you. Here it is, uh, if in an IRA, individual retirement account rollover contributions are a subject to income tax b subject to capital gains tax c not limited by dollar amount and d limited to seven thousand dollars
0: well the answer is uh c not limited by dollar amount and um I guess that means I want a million show dollars. Yeah, well, but it does More it, importantly, it, right. let's talk about what it means. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, what? Yeah, so, th- th- because we're talking contributions like, uh,
0: here, right? I feel like you're paying me in like Dogecoin or something. <laughs> well, I am. So but how did you know? That, yeah, it's not really. It's uh, a million something. Uh, right. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, when you move money from 401ks and uh, move money around between IRAs, that's all tax exempt. You only pay tax when you take money out of IRAs or when you convert money into Roths. And, um, and generally speaking, you can buy and sell whatever you want within an IRA without any tax consequences. So yeah, I think it's a good round of the game show. We got to get to our uh, next opportunity for the next five callers to come in and see us. If you saved uh, $500,000 or more, please come in and see us for a second opinion.
2: And this is at no cost, no obligation to the next five who do call 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, Russ talks through some case studies that will certainly resonate with you. sweeping away the clutter of wall street and helping you get a clear picture of your financial life it's the wall street sweeper consumer advocate dave perkins with russ hackman russ hackman president of hackman wealth partners and that's what it's about with russ working with you clearing up your financial life looking for any red flags looking for opportunities and that is critical if you're near retirement from one of his four offices around boston downtown wakefield hingham and waltham so this is interesting russ we had a. Uh, clear here on the show earlier. Your senior vice president yeah. uh, sharing some case studies with us, but in this case, you've got um, looks like two to three kinds of situations that we're seeing.
0: Yeah, I wanted to uh, kind of speak broadly about uh, some different fact patterns that we see. You now we see people that come in in a few, a few different categories, and I'm going to call it uh, sort of half a million to uh, kind of two million. 2 million to 5 million, let's say, and then 5 million, 10 million on up. We do see people, you know, across the board and, um, you know, everyone has their own set of issues and concerns that if they're not concerned about, they should be concerned about. But everyone's got questions and our, our industry tends to leave people wondering uh, am I really doing the right thing? Am I doing all that I can? Am I paying the right fees? Am I taking the right risk? Am I doing anything on taxes, the right thing on taxes? And a lot of that, and, and we get a lot of, I don't hear so much from my advisor other than here's how you did last year, hmm. right? Or if you want, you know, if you ask, hey, am I prepared for retirement? You get one of those reports that says, you know, the 20 page report that says you're probably gonna be okay, but if you're not, it's not our fault, right? Right. So in our.
2: Always encouraging in, to hear.
0: Yeah. In, in having, you know, dozens and dozens of people in uh, so far this year, uh, especially as, as the markets have gotten going in the right direction, you know, there's been a couple categories, or, or um, you know, I don't mean to bucket people, but I mean, Sort of similar fact patterns that we see. One is, you know, the folks call it, uh, you know, five hundred thousand to two or three million. And I think if you're in that category, that's where you're in the category of, you know, if I'm sixty or seventy years old, depending on my lifestyle and the risk that I'm running, how do I make a hundred percent sure that I don't run out of money, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if you're out there with you know, something in that range, call it five hundred thousand to three million. If you think you're, you know, that you have no risk of running out of money, um, you know, most people in that range do have that risk in some way. A lot of it comes through the vulnerability to cat five storms or inadequate assets. Um, or, in I'm sorry, I should say inadequate cash flow. Mm-hmm. And so the key for those people, and I want to walk through kind of the steps that we take people through when they come in is, and this obviously goes for the folks with three, five million and on up, uh, is the first thing that we do when we sit down with folks is do uh, what's called a portfolio X-ray. So what does a portfolio X-ray consist of? Why is it so valuable? What a portfolio X-ray does is it looks at your assets analytically we run it through the the quote-unquote supercomputer looks at your assets looks at how much do you have in stocks how much do you have in bonds how much do you have in cash that's sort of question one uh and out of that comes do you have too much in well we don't like bonds at all so if you have too much in bonds we're going to tell you why we think you can do better i'd rather have you in cds than in bonds these days yeah exactly cds yielding five percent Do you have too much in stocks? Do you have the right amount in stocks? And then within that, the question is, well, how have your funds performed? What level of fees are you paying? Are you paying that three level of fees that people hear me talk about? And we see this a lot where, um, and I think everyone, you know, raise your hand this time if you think you know every single fee that's been taken from you in your accounts, most people aren't going to put their hand I see up in no hands. Case, right? We talk about, hey, you have this three levels of fees, your stated fees, you've got your fees that are inside the funds that you're invested in. If you If you see that you have a lot of mutual funds, that's usually a sign that you're being overcharged. And third of all, are your funds underperforming the market and sometimes what comes out, and I've seen this even with people that have millions and millions of dollars, their overall what I would call drag relative to what the indices are earning, it can be 3 4%. I've seen that, Dave and listeners. I've seen it with people with more than $5 million who are like, Russ, that can't be happening to me. And it really can be. Wow, that adds so, up. you know, getting that portfolio x-ray is, done, is, is key getting the what we also take people through is then your asset analysis. So stocks, bonds, etc. How should I reallocate according to our way of looking at the world where you should have at least half of your money safe? If you've got three, four million dollars or less, right? How do I allocate my assets? How do I invest properly in stocks? Do I have a tax plan? All of those things come out in these complementary consultations we're talking about. In the case of people with again kind of less than three, four million dollars, it's a, a lot of it is about making sure every single asset is generating income. So if we see bond funds generating two and a half percent, we see stocks not having any dividends, that raises a question. And then on the other hand, other end of the spectrum for our folks who have four or five million dollars and up. A lot of the issues turn to tax and the right amount of cash flow, not too much cash flow and the right amount of risk to have while still having some significant upside. I realize I'm speaking in some generalities here, but also to give people a window into what's it like to get that second opinion. First and foremost, what's going on in your portfolio? What are the details in terms of fees, risk and performance? how should you consider reallocating, can you have the right tax plan, do you have income coming out of all of your assets, all of these are key items that we love to dig into and individualize for each person or couple that comes into. Now, we've talked about the fact that our plans work best for folks who have saved a million dollars or more, but if you have saved at least $500,000, Dave's going to offer another opportunity for people to call, to call in, get on our calendar and at the end of our summer calendar is filling up. I feel like we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving before we know it. We'll be here soon just going to skip over halloween it's not my favorite holiday <laughs> and, and so Dave, please do provide that uh that opportunity
2: it's 617-674-2000 that's how you schedule call in 617-674-2000 a great demonstration by russ on the potential benefits great potential benefits of scheduling this very specific in this case it's one on one with you and the team uh comprehensive review at no cost no obligation 617 617- coming up the importance of tax planning especially after retirement getting a clear picture of your financial life and sweeping away the clutter of wall street and any other clutter in your financial life as russ just talked about with that portfolio x-ray when you schedule with hackman wealth partners it's the wall street sweeper russ hackman president of this firm offices around boston downtown wakefield hingham and waltham when you call in to schedule be sure or when you meet with russ wish him uh i guess in that case when you finally do meet with him wish him a uh, belated happy birthday his birthday is monday so again happy birthday to you Russ uh, we were talking about or I mentioned that you were going to cover some tax planning just how critical that is and especially after retirement
0: yeah absolutely and I think the you know when when folks come in and see us I've, I, I, we've talked about this in some other segments uh, in in this um, show you know the number of people can raise their hand and say I have a plan to get my taxes down in retirement. The number of people out there that can raise their hand and say that is very very low oh yeah and in part that in part because it is very uncertain as to or unclear as to who's supposed to be helping you with your taxes in retirement right you've got you call your accountant your accountant will say well that's not what i do i help people do their tax returns and i got 500 a year so please 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 call somebody else (laughs) you know kind of looking back that's not really what they but they do. It really is only independent financial planners. We're obviously not the only ones, but that that integrate tax planning and estate planning is an important thing to mention at mm-hmm. this time. We do have a lot of folks that uh, we meet, and I should have added that to my list earlier. That don't have their estate plans updated. Now we're not attorneys, but we do have good channels to get that done the right estate plan actually gets done in uh, coordination with your financial advisor and your attorney. And so we've got a network of attorneys that we bring in to help to help people get their estate plans done. So this really is a, there are a lot of bases to cover when it comes to, okay, you're at least finally be blessed by me at least to go off and uh, enjoy your retirement with, with knowing that you have addressed all these key issues. And if you, we're gonna offer now one final opportunity on this show for folks to come, come in and see us and, and find out if you got all your bases covered. And it is very rare that people have all of them covered. Um, and uh, I would like to offer that final opportunity, Dave, to the next five callers that have saved $500,000, a million dollars or more.
2: to schedule. Uh, So much is talked about. it. I mean, it is a holistic and comprehensive review that you schedule about you next five at no cost, no obligation. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Well, Russ, again, uh, your birthday is this Monday. I mean, it's coming up. Your birthday. Um, So, happy birthday again to you. Any big plans? (laughs) Um most of them probably should be censored. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll talk when we go off the air, which we're about to do right now. Thanks so much for joining us. Be with us next week for the Wall Street Sweeper.
1: be subject to caps restrictions fees and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer agents receive payment in the form of compensation and or other compensation such as a percentage of organizations profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients we have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest if any exist please refer to our firm brochure the adv2a item 4 for additional information